0: Due to the nature of our content, parental guidance is advised. Good evening. Welcome back to the Winter Basement. I'm your host, the Mighty Quinn. Quinn the Eskimo. You ain't seen nothing like the Mighty Quinn. <laughs> hey, uh. While we're on that subject. The reason why I was named the Mighty Quinn is. uh, i got two hippie parents. Great parents. Had a good uh, childhood. Um, Enjoyed life. You know I mean as a youngster. And and, uh, grew up half city half farm. And uh, you know. I think it helped me a lot in the long run. So. I can actually uh, have the mindset of being able to make up my own mind and also, you know, pretty much have some common sense. (laughs) Common sense is a goddamn thing that uh, not everybody has. Everybody has to go by the book. I go with the grain. I do things wrong sometimes. But, you know, live and learn. You know, life's too short. So love the one you got. Yeah, a little sublime there to, you know, get with it. I'm a fine consumer of music. Um, Speaking of hippies, you know, uh, mom and dad, they started me out, man. I started out with Arlo Guthrie, The Rolling Stones, Steely Dan. You know, I moved up through the ranks, Eric Clapton, Led Zeppelin. And I got my own genres, you know, Guns N' Roses, into what's good now. Uh, Greta Van, what is it, is it Greta Van Frey? Yeah. Well, they sound a lot like Led Zeppelin, but uh, I really enjoy uh, uh, some good music. Uh, you know, some old country twang's pretty good, too. You know, you get around a bonfire and start getting out and, and drinking a few beers with your friends and, and having a great time and and, you know shit also fine consumer of a good old football game niner at heart can't complain it's been something i've been doing since i was a little kid uh 49ers they're a passionate thing for me man i can yell and scream at the tv just like the rest of you (laughs) the fun part is is uh trying to find your game on regular tv anymore that's that's the hardest part so, yeah, I try real hard to get out and do some uh, fishing. I'm an avid fisher. I'm an av- average, I'm going to say average hunter. I've, I've uh, done my fair share of harvesting uh, meat and bringing it back to uh, my family. Uh, I'm not a killer. I'm uh, a harvester. I'm somebody that goes out and I really like to provide and take what nature gave to me and make sure that my family's fed. So what I want to do with this podcast is turn around and uh, try to uh, let the common people, and I mean by common people, uh, uh, the working class, blue collar, assholes, elbows, you know, you name it, come in here, do some dick and fart jokes, enjoy each other's company drink a beer, you know, get what's off their chest and enjoy. And I would like to accommodate maybe a, a good fishing report. Um, maybe have a co hoster or, or two, you know. I mean, this, this is not all about me. It's all about how uh, the Uinta Basin expresses itself to the other people. And I mean by the other people, which the Basin would call city people. yeah you live in the country and everybody makes fun of the city when you live in the city which i have as well you make fun of the country boys country bumpkins you know country twang and whatnot but when it comes down to it this boy right here lives in the best of both worlds loves them all likes to drink a good beer i even brew beer so maybe we can get into that a little bit deeper to where we're maybe sharing a recipe or two or you know a cold one now and then but uh yeah this is definitely a podcast to get things off your chest enjoy and just express yourself and you know i mean uh i have a lot of good friends that uh we could reach out to get on here um i'm not (laughs) celebrity based um you know but we can get our uh word out there and and maybe we'll get a few listeners if not fuck it who cares we're just uh enjoying ourselves our evenings and becoming uh one with the pod i guess is what uh angel severo would say out there in the uh the other side of the beehive in salt lake great bunch of guys justin and uh angel uh, i really look up to him i never listened to a podcast until i heard about them and i sat down and i really enjoyed what their content was so if you guys ever get a chance shout out to them listen to them get their content it's available on any format um but they might hate me because yeah i might be the debbie downer out here but you know i got support i got support i will uh, reach out to the people that i enjoy so With that being said, uh, let's uh, move on. Okay, so uh, this is definitely a a podcast that I'm not going to get into uh, politics. Um, Everybody's got their opinions. You know, everybody's got an asshole too. So basically, I don't want to be that asshole. Um, It might not be the same view as everybody else. And I will try to be right neutral on everything when it comes down to it um i love america i love the world and yeah we're not gonna go there so basically let's keep politics out of this podcast and we will enjoy our company with each other a hell of a lot better than uh than maybe some other ones uh that being said move on so what do you want to talk about it's really hard to talk to myself i'm having a hard time uh kind of adjusting to just hearing my voice you know i'm new to this being an oil field worker and you know not a broadcaster not somebody that's played in a band well i played the saxophone in uh, junior high if that counts a little bit but uh (laughs) <laughs> I am just trying to get out there and maybe bring something new to uh, this armpit of Utah that I live in. You know, the Uinta Basin is the armpit. It's It's a place where people have their ups and downs and struggles. And they try to leave. They try to leave and they try to get out. But they keep coming back. So that's the reason why I call this podcast "You Went a Basin Basement." It's the "You Went Basement." So that basement portion of it is like an eagle song. You can check out, but you can never leave. So I know many of people have left this place, ah, and then you run into them in the grocery store. Yeah, we got. 5,000 people I think for a population so yeah you bump into people you went to high school with it's crazy so you get this Facebook account that everybody's doing you get on it and you get all these friend requests and it's all fine and dandy until you get in the goddamn grocery store and when you get in the grocery store they walk right past you and you're like dude you just like chatted with me last night don't you know who I am you know, your friend requested me. I know you are. We went to high school together, and you're going to walk past me. So I try my best to call these people out and uh, make sure that I at least say hello to them. Say hello to my little friend. Yes. So, yeah, it's it, it's a crazy uh, little town we live into, small-knit community. But sometimes that's a good thing, and sometimes it's a bad thing. Everybody knows your business, you know. Everybody knows where you shit. <laughs> yeah. It is it is in out there. And, and, you know, and I've seen a lot of relationships out here and a lot of relationships switch and everybody talks and everybody, oh, blah, blah, blah. But it's a good area to raise a family because it's a small community. Um, we have a lot of fishing, a lot of hunting around here. So to teach that to your kids is, is pretty important to me. You know, I told you I'm not going to get into politics and everything, but when it comes down to it, I'm very conservative about my hunts you know i I enjoy that I think it's something that we had to live, even when we were cavemen, to survive. We come through you know, we learn how to build fire, we learn how to build a uh, bow and arrow, maybe uh, even a a damn spear, you know, to go kill a woolly mammoth or something. But when it comes down to it, those are our instincts. And to teach your kids those instincts is great. Yeah, they got all kinds of technologies out there. They got cameras and they got better scopes and they got walkie-talkies and drones. But the true sport of hunting is the stalk, is the kill, is the wait, is the patience. But all in general, it's the meditation. It's the meditation that you're getting out and... And getting with nature, it's not about side by sides. It's not about four wheel drives. It's getting away from the work that we do every day, and just sitting back and clearing your mind. Get with one with nature is what somebody would say. So, I do that. I do it. I do it a couple times a year, and I love it. You know, it uh, clears your mind. It's. It's great meditation, you know. I, I, I would say that that is as close of meditation as as anybody can get without physically getting trained to sit down and maybe doing yoga meditation or I don't even know the proper terminology of that, you know. I, I, I've never been deemed to be the smartest person out there, but I have been somebody that, you know, really does um, respect what we're made of the elements and whatnot so i hunt a couple times a year i get out i've bird hunted i've had dogs um i hunt i love kokanee fishing (laughs) that's a good pastime i think anything that's a challenge is a good pastime pastime it gets you back up there even golf you know um a lot of people golf in, in this community and i i never grew up golfing my my parents my mom golfed probably when she was younger with her family but i i never was taken um i've never golfed with my family i think my uncle jed as an adult i went out with shout out to you uncle jed love you um we went golfing in uh, Roosevelt. Yeah, some people call it Roosevelt. Uh, Roosevelt uh, City Golf Course. And we got out there. And I had more fun chasing the lost balls that were in the reeds and the, the ponds and, and, you know, the outskirts of the outer bounds just because I was collecting them. It's kind of like shed hunting. You get out there and you collect horns and, and you're like, man, I just found this bull elk or I found this moose or I found this deer. This was fun to me more so than the sport of it. Now, some people thoroughly enjoy it and I respect that. I it, It's just not my favorite passion and I'm just somebody that I'd rather see everybody enjoy and have a good time, even hunting, fishing and everything. If I'm somebody that's catching all the fish and somebody that's not catching the fish, I'm going to lend my fishing pole to him. I'm going to lend the lures to him. I'm going to teach them my technique. I want to get out there and, and be a teacher to them and hopefully they learn. And we have such a great time. So yeah. Um, I'm a, a dad that uh, is happily married. Dads usually are happy married, aren't they? I don't know. <laughs> uh, going on 27 years of marriage. Um, I got uh, a wife, two kids. Oldest is a, a, a boy that, you might get to meet. I think he's really interested in this podcast kind of stuff. Um, my daughter, um, she's uh, she's married with a, a son. So that is my first grandchild. And he will be turning two August 27th, 2021. Oh, <laughs> the best thing that has happened to me since sliced bread. God damn it yes no. he's a spitting image of me as well i was a kid into everything little asshole yes well he's not a little asshole i was the little asshole he's a pride and joy of my heart and my daughter's done a great job raising him um i'm not somebody that gets out there and uh introduces my whole family you know if they come to me and want to get out of here on this podcast and want to talk that's totally different um we can go and interact on that but i am i'm not somebody just uh put my life right on the line and share it with everybody because you know some lives are private you know um i'm an open person i I, i'll share what i have but uh, you know i mean Maybe uh, my wife is not. So I mean, you know, my daughter's not. It, it, to each their own. And when it comes down to it, I I think that that's uh pretty prideful. So yeah. So on that note, let's switch. Uh, let's switch subjects. To okay, everybody. Uh, what I want to do is actually uh, give you guys a a kind of a brief fishing. Report for the. I'm gonna go with some of the uh, larger lakes right now, m- mainly probably eastern Utah. If uh, you're interested in having uh, a, a weekly fishing report or something from me, um, you know, get a hold of me. Uh, my uh, email is Eskimo. Cole at Gmail dot com and uh, that'll be a good way to get a hold of me if you if you have a (laughs) positive or negative feedback Um, we'll address that as we go but uh, you know if you are interested in for me to give you a good feedback and I'll uh, research it I have a lot of friends that are uh, good avid fishermen and they like to share their techniques so if I could share them with you I would love to so that being said Out of five stars, Flaming Gorge Reservoir gets a three star. The lake trout, the recent fishing reports indicate that the lake trout fishing success is still fair with some anglers, having good days on large and small fish. Patience is a key when fishing for lake trout. Lake trout are currently deep, trying to locate active fish 80 to 100 feet. Trolling or jigging baits, if you don't find them there, trying along the main channel depths and on the structure to 80 to 120 feet of water good lures to try jigging spoons such as northland buckshot jigging spoons such as northland buckshot or crippled herring jigging wraps and three and a half inch tubes jigs in quarter inch to three eighths ounce weight and tipped with sucker or chub meat Try larger lures for larger fish. Watch your sonar as many of more active fish are actually being suspended in the water column. But most will be hung at the bottom. If trolling lures on downriggers, watch for concentrations and individual fish on your fish finder. And if located vertically, jig for them. Small lake trout less than 25 inches are overabundant, causing competition for food and decrease in growth rates please help the resource by harvesting some of these fish these size class of fish make exceptional table fare so what they're talking about is uh the pups and the pups are great eating man if you anybody that's got a smoker man can get out there and get these things filleted out oh man i got a great recipe for a brine if you guys ever uh hit me up on it you know uh give me an email and i i will give you a great brine for these fish i i take them for work and everything and they're actually great for a low carb diet you know what i mean and when you go you look badass at work when you break out your own fish when everybody's eating their goddamn burritos from <laughs> out of the convenience store the one with the fingernail in it yeah yeah that one so with that being said Let's go down to the Kokanee Salmon. The Kokanee Salmon are running pretty good over there at uh, uh, the Flaming Gorge. Reports are being caught but continuously be challenging to find. Fish look to fish in the open water from 40 to 60 feet of water. Most fish are being caught using downriggers, dodgers, Squin, inline spinners, small spoons, and other erratic lures. In peak greens, orange colors, all can work. Try changing colors, lures, and if seen fish and they are hitting kokanee kokanee season is basically closing here september 9th so get off your asses get out there catch some of these kokanee they're getting ready to change colors right now some are already starting to change to the pink but man you're looking at a four pound salmon those kokanee man there's a lot of meat on those things man chrome is my favorite to catch i already told you that when it comes down to it. Kingfisher Island on the Wyoming side right now is a, well, Kingfisher Island's actually uh, on the Utah side. You you can nail them pretty good. The other one is what they call a uh, Jap Island. You know, it's not a great terminology, but that's the, the name of the island out there in the middle. But uh, they're catching a lot of them out there. Get out there and get fished. And, and people, if you don't have a boat, Get on the bank, dude. And I'll tell you what, corn power bait goes a long way. It goes a long way at strawberry as well. So get out there, fish these goddamn lakes, man. Enjoy it. You paid for a permit? Okay, let's get some of those uh, fly fishing out there. Let's go to the Green River below the Flaming Gorge Dam. Base flows are averaging about 13 CFS at night, with the daily flow increased to 1,900 CFS. They're uh, basically draining the lake a little bit to uh, Lake Powell, so just to keep the drought down. Water temps are between 56 and 58 degrees at the dam. Fishing access is good, and catch rates should continue to be good. Some hatches are occurring. Terrestrial patterns are working. Try nymphs, not the ones that you... uh, (laughs) find online but the ones that you fish with if hatcheries aren't happening jigs crankbaits, spinners and spoons also will work so i'm going to remind you below the dam is an artificial lure you cannot use a live bait if uh uh pitch down the bars for a quick release and try to limit time out for the water when released releasing fishing please use other good catch and release techniques when fishing this highly pressured water angling pressure is fairly heavy and they're rafting the hill out of the river right now because when it's low those rocks are sticking out and you end up hitting some killer rapids so we're looking at uh, Little Montes Creek, and I'm not going to hit this too hard because it's it's pretty much a pretty good pond. You know, it's a good place to take the kids up and fish. And I have seen an 8-pound largemouth bass caught out of this, which uh, made some uh, good magazine material and some good articles. But with that being said, um, they're working on the trails around it so that it's more accessible. Um, Bluegill bass can be caught from the fishing pier. And Angles reported partial fish kill here, like eight, nine, so like last week, due to the low oxygen conditions. So um, it's not great fishing. It's got three stars out of five right now. So um, might be something to do, warning fish, you know, and uh, get the hell out of there. Okay, here's a update for uh, Starvation Reservoir. It's uh, giving you a DW forecast of uh, four stars. The public rating is only two. Um, The current water levels are 66% and dropping. Water temps are around 75 degrees. That's hot, 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 hot. Uh, Walleye fishing has been very good. So, yeah, you're going to get into your uh, basses and uh, your walleye right now because, man, they love that warmer water, man. It makes them aggressive as all hell. But uh, it's starting to slow down because it's uh, early August and the rains have came in. You know, we've got this monsoon weather that has been pouring down these washes, bringing in some murky water. So when that comes back, you know, fish could be found at a variety of depths throughout the reservoir at this time using a standard walleye gear. Once you have located school, Rainbow moved into deeper strata depths. Fishing has been fair this week. Smallmouth bass, fishing is good. Find the habitat and you will find the fish. Rock piles and weed bed edges are great places to start. The UDWR walleye tagging uh, and population estimate is now complete. Any orange tagged walleye caught can simply be harvested or released with no reporting needed. Thank you to all the anglers who reported tags back to us uh basically the current regulations allow for harvest of 10 walleye with one being over 24 inches so catch those walleye great eating make great fish tacos um you know i hear a lot of perch make great fish tacos and and you know starvation has an abundance of perch okay uh last but not least one that uh actually is a great Big uh, draw to the basin, Salt Lake City, and surrounding areas. Um, We're looking at the badass Strawberry Reservoir, which is like a blue ribbon cutthroat. So the DWR forecast gives you a three-star out of five, and the public rating is also three. So the reservoir is about 75% full. Catch rates vary, but overall good for both shore and boat anglers. The kokanee salmon bite has slowed. Boat anglers are having better success on the Strawberry Bay side of the reservoir rather than the Soldier Creek side. Fishing early morning from 530 to 9am, trolling at 1.3 to 1.5 and running downriggers to target the 30 to 35 foot water column. So some of the other stuff that i'm uh hearing right now on some of these kokanee things is uh well their forums off of facebook they're looking at 40 to 55 feet and so you know might mix it up a little bit but uh while you're fishing for them uh uh try using a white gets it hd minnow a northland mimic minnow tough tube lost creek salt tube Strike King bitsy tube Or other white tube jigs tipped with a nightcrawler fishing below a bobber using a slip bobber rig. Now, what I just read to you is absolutely bullshit out of a boat. You're going to have to actually fish off the bank with stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. And for board anglers, let's try trolling at those speeds and depths previously mentioned using an orange chartreuse, a watermelon-colored dodger, a flasher trolling an orange chartreuse, or a yellow hoochie squid rigged tipped with I love hoochie uh, squid rigged tipped with potse fireballs, pink burgley magnets, salad shrimp, or white showpeg corn dressed with. Procure Super Dye Scent or Other Bait Dye Attractant. They can go on for hours. And my suggestion is, is get on a few forums. Log on to Facebook. If you don't have it, get on there just for the fishing forums. There are some great guys that will accommodate you and tell you their secrets with nothing added. You know, you don't have to pay. It's, it's kind of a good thing so get out there address these guys have fun fish these goddamn things take your kids out and teach them some patience or use some patience because i'll tell you what i've untied a lot of knots over the years but get out there drink some beer have fun